Well, good evening, everybody. My name's Grimbo, and on the other end of the internet is Indy. <laughs> My name's Indy Phil. For the purposes of this podcast, I will be known as Wokeness. Yeah, I will be known as Indy Phil. Try to shake off the old in. Indian stigma. <laughs> but I don't know. Indian Indian Larry was a proper cool dude. It'll never catch on. India will never catch on. But, uh, you know, it's a laugh for a week. Yeah. <laughs> These things tend to last about a yeah. week, but sometimes ten days. Yeah. <laughs> like when we accused Madges of being a, Banksy. I think he, he still is. Don't, well, I do think he is. Don't, don't dismiss that one. <laughs> don't dismiss that one, because, hey. <laughs> so this is Have You Heard This with me, Indy Phil, for this week. And Grimbo on the other side of the valley. Well, I've got a few topics to talk about. I've got a couple of games, mm-hmm. as always. Um, I've got you... Uh, who, uh, who? Who? Somebody let the owl what? in. <laughs> Good evening, Grimbo. Good evening, Phil. Me little flower pot. Oh, me little cherub. <laughs> So I've got uh, um, some games. I've got uh, some facts and mm-hmm. figures. I've got all kinds so of stuff. So who, who, whose turn is it for play your cards right? It's yours to be the contestant. It's your you turn. It to, it's your turn to, to run it. To ask me. Oh, to my it. turn to run. It's my turn to go. How scoobble? You want to do that now? Are you? <laughs> no, I'm just was just there. I'm just warming up. <laughs> Moral dilemma for you, Phil, okay? Come on, then. You are the eyewitness to a crime, okay? Mm-hmm. A man has robbed a bank, but instead of keeping the money all for himself, he donates it all to a poor, mm-hmm. run-down orphanage that mm-hmm. now can afford to feed and clothe and care for the children inside there, okay? Right. Can I just stop you there? This seems, this this seems very story, seems very familiar. It's very, it's like sort of sort of a film. I think like a Robin Hoodie sort of thing. <laughs> right. No, the Blues Brothers. That was like. <laughs> well, it's okay. You had to see of the orphanage. Right. Now you know who committed the crime, okay? And the mm-hmm. bank have put up a reward. Now, you know who committed the crime. If you go to the police with the information, they'll get arrested, you'll get your reward, but they'll take all that money back off the orphanage. What do you do? I see. Right. Here we go. Right. If if he donated that money to the orphanage, and the orphanage, ooh, yeah, we've got all this money, we're going to... Thing you see him as there, she does... Is it ghost? Is it ghost where she, where she just gives them the money, gives the nuns the money at the end? Mm-hmm. Um, so, if the police came along and took it back, that would be that would be um, replaced by donations. There is no doubt about it. There's no doubt about that. Really, the people would people would. Oh, of course they would. If they knew, if they knew that um, an orphanage had been 
stitched up by a uh, uh, by the police. Well, not stitched up, but you know, by the police taking the money back. <laughs> that would be that. They would. They would You're just really trying reward. to do anything you can, other than yes. give them the money, <laughs> give the money back, right? <laughs> You're desperately trying yes, to so squirm out of this. No, I'm desperately trying to collect the reward. That's what I'm desperately trying to do. How much was the reward? If it was a tenner, if the reward was just a tenner. Okay, well, let me just let me just I research. Let me just research the facts. They, they stole a million pound from the bank, and they gave that million mm -hmm. pound to the orphanage. And there's a ten thousand pound reward. Was oh, this a real story? No, Did this really happened. No, no, it's just made up. Oh. You know the so, guy. The guy was wearing a gimp costume. The guy who robbed the bank. <laughs> I was just about to see. <laughs> so, uh, so did he have the snooker ball in his mouth when he robbed the bank? Yeah, he was like a <laughs> hand, hand over all your money. <laughs> and they were what? What? Oh. What? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so it was a million pound they stole. He gave that million pound to the orphanage. And the orphanage, oh, you should see mm -hmm. their little faces, Phil. Their little faces mm -hmm. when they saw that money and they saw you. You like a god to these kids. They've got pictures of you up on their wall. Why have they got pictures of me? I didn't, Be didn't no, because you... rob the bank. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. <laughs> I didn't rob the bank. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think that through. <laughs> I didn't rob the bank. All I was was a witness. <laughs> yeah, okay, forget that bit. That bit didn't happen. Scratch that from the record. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can, we'll edit that bit out. I'll just, it'll be like, I never even said that, mate. It'll be serious. Live, you see. <laughs> right, so, no, but, oh, man, the little faces when the, when the robber gave them the million pound. They've got posters up of the robber. <laughs> you can't see who it is because he's well, wearing a balaclava. Oh, no, he's wearing his gimp mask. <laughs> he's wearing a balaclava <laughs> over his gimp mask, right? And he's got, he came in, he came into the orphanage with that bag that they have with the big pound sign on, and he's wearing his stripy jacket. All you know, your typical burglar's outfit. Mm -hmm. And um, oh, their little faces, Phil. They're like, yeah, Sister Mary. Does that mean I can eat tonight? And she was like, yes. This is Mary Ellen. <laughs> yes. Yes. You shall eat this evening. You shall eat, young child. Oh, does that mean I can wear some clothes the, tonight? Yes. You can wear some clothes send tonight. Them down the, send one of them down the chippy. Fish and chips all round. That's what they said. That's exactly right. So, £10,000, Phil, and you're going to take that... You oh, get 10000 10, You get 10000 but they get that million pound taken uh, off. Is that all? Is that all? Oh, you're going to turn down ten grand. You okay? What have you done with the real Phil? No. <laughs> no. I was thinking. Well, he only he only stole a million, didn't he? So, ten grand's probably. Yeah, I'll take the ten grand. He would take the ten grand I'll and sell the, the kids. <laughs> and donate a thousand a grand to the to the orphanage. <laughs> So you're going to take a million they off them. Have, they, can, they can all have a chippy tea. Alright, so they're all going to eat, but it's going to be pot noodles. Yeah. Uh -huh. Meanwhile, hey, you live like a king in a gold plate. Don't house. mock the pot noodle. Don't knock the pot noodle. There's a man not a million miles from here lives 
on pot noodles and biscuits off a plate. So, hey. Who's, who's that? <laughs> Lee Madge. Oh, God. <laughs> pot noodles, biscuits off a plate, and a two pint mug of tea. That sets him up for the day. <laughs> Uh, so that's your that was your um, moral question for this week, and I'm afraid you like failed mm-hmm. it massively. That's a massive How did fail. I feel? There because that's any, not the right answer. There isn't any. F- How isn't it? The right answer is no. I you turned, let the- I turned the robber. So you would let the robber go? Yes. You would let the ro- How wrong is that? How wrong is that? Hang on, to, he stole from a bank a and he gave the money to to little sweet little children with a yeah, little faces. Doesn't matter where he stole from. Didn't matter where he stole it from. He stole it. Oh, he listen, stole listen that you. money. Listen, you so trying to turn it round. <laughs> he stole that money. So if you steal the money, even oh, even Phil. the Blues Brothers didn't steal the money. They played a gig for it. I've got the perfect solution, by the way. I've just to thought see of their orphan. I've or, got the perfect what? solution, right? You go to the orphanage and you explain this to them. You say, right, I know who's done it. I'm gonna. If I go to the police, I'll get ten thousand pound, but you'll get the money taken off you. If you give me a hundred thousand pound, then I won't go to the police. Everybody wins. <laughs> the orphanage is still got nine hundred thousand pound. You've got a hundred thousand. Everybody wins. Hey, good, oh. good plan. But because. <laughs> Yeah, because nuns are like, they're well known for like doing deals with robbers, aren't they? Well, uh, yes, they are in the Blues Brothers, aren't they? No. Did they not steal? No, they put a garden. No. I, I watched it, but don't, I wasn't. Because she, she doesn't want the filthy money, the filthy stolen money. Um. It's Ten grand, we'll have that for you in the morning. I don't want your filthy stolen money. Is the very line. So, well, that was fun. So, what have you, uh, what have you got on your big long list of chirpy things to talk about? Of chirpy things, chirpy things, chirpy things. I don't like the the falling and groveling thing. I hate it. I hate it when I go to. Um, clients houses and they're expecting me to do that i just didn't want the job i don't want the job they can stick the job where the sun don't shine because i will not be like that and the one that the first the first inkling that that's going to happen is when they call herself mr or mrs right if ever if ever I'm you just... come here to do this job I've been, i sit most days watching <laughs> for you coming just watching out the window watch out the window on the off chance you're going to come and, and do this job for us that i've asked you been asking for like six months i would i would do that i would wear six a suit months. i would wear a suit and i'd make you call me sir <laughs> <laughs> well once i went to look at a job in corbridge and I didn't get the job. I priced the job, priced it up, and everything. Didn't get the job. And then I knew the builder who was working on the job. So I said, oh, "Did that chap ever say anything about me not getting the job?" He went, "Ooh," he said, "Ooh, he's got overalls on. I'm not giving him the job." What? The other painter that came had a suit and tie. Had a suit and tie on. Well, so did you learn from this? 
Dram. Boom. <laughs> did you? Did you I, did, I am not. I am not. Finishing work, going home, getting changed, and going back out. If I can look at a job on the way home with me overalls on, I will do that. Well, do you know what? I think you're doing yourself a disservice here, and I think you're costing yourself money because, right? Imagine you're mm-hmm. imagine you're living in a posh house, okay? Nice big mm-hmm. fancy posh house, and you've got some airs and graces about you. And then you quote for this job, and then the guy comes in the suit, okay, and char- and wants to charge you, mm-hmm. I don't know how much you charge, say £100 a day, right? And then you mm-hmm. come, and you're also charging £100 a day. Who are you going to give the job to? You're going to give the job the to the guy in the... Like, no, the one who looks like nah. he's been to work that I day. Disag- I Not disagree. the one who looks like he's been sitting in the house, sitting in, <laughs> sitting in the house waiting for somebody to phone. Two reasons, right? First of all, I'm thinking... Do you know this guy has made an effort. He wants my business. He's ma- he's making an effort to look good, and B, he knows how to. He looks like he knows how to treat somebody else's house. What? what by wearing a suit? Yes. You're wrong. Um, you're wrong. Oh, I'm just wrong. Nah, no, too, there's no like discussion yeah, or opinion wrong. or debate. <laughs> no, I'm just you're wrong. Just wrong. Yeah. Basically, yes, you're wrong. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I've drawn a, a line under that. I'm, I'm a, I'm a craftsman, and if you want to pay for me to from do carry out my craft in your premises, you get me. You don't get a guy in a suit. Anyway, Richard Branson doesn't even own a suit, and look how well he's done. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I just think it's a really. It would give you the okay. Why, why, why just stick with the suit? Why not go in fancy dress? Something to, something to be, <laughs> somewhere they'll remember you. So they think, which, which of these painters shall we go with? Let's, let's. Why don't we go with the one that was dressed as Pikachu? That, he looks like he's going to be really entertaining to have. There's the guy who came in the overalls. Remember, there's the three guys we interviewed. There was the guy in the overalls. There was a guy in the suit, and there was a guy dressed as Pikachu. Who are you going to choose for your job? <laughs> You're obviously going to book Pikachu, oh. aren't you? <laughs> Am I wrong? You are you gonna you're gonna have your Pikachu? Yeah, Phil, I tell you what you'll miss. And not only could you would you definitely get the job dressed as Pikachu, you could charge more than the other two guys and still get the job. Do you reckon? Absolutely. <laughs> I'll, I'll do that, I'll have to get myself a uh, Pikachu costume. Do, yeah. Hire mm-hmm. just get just get Diane to knock you up a pick Pikachu outfit. And then go mm-hmm. to your next pricing job. Now you're talking about is actually doing the job dressed as Pikachu. I mean, I hadn't planned that way originally, that. but I've just it adds an extra <laughs> thing, doesn't it? That's an extra dimension to it. Well, I think we've got you sorted out here, mate. I came up with some interesting things relating to films. That was a slick little change. See what I did there? See what I did there? Yeah, see right. what you did there. I found a list of things <laughs> that kill people in films that don't really always kill people in real life. Right? So. Oh, like bullets. Well, bullets is one of them. <laughs> right, so the first one on my oh, list sorry. is... Sorry for spoiling your list. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's what you're there for. Right, the first one on my list is quicksand. Do you know mm-hmm. that... I should probably say. Hey, Phil. Have you heard this? 
Did you know that uh, quicksand almost never kills anybody? Because it's not I'm like... I'm sure. Yes. No, I was just going to say, I'm sure I heard of somebody dying on Morgan Beach. Yeah, I think they probably drowned. Quite a few. They drowned because they got... That's that's how you're going to die from quicksand. You're going to get stuck in it and then you're going to drown. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yes, the tide comes in. You Boosh. don't, you don't oh, sink head. down into the quicksand mm-hmm. like you do on... Te- like, well, that was the other thing this article I read. Films. Yeah. The article said that they don't even do that in films now because it was very much a time where people thought that happened and now people most people know it doesn't you you float in quicksand it's happened in Jumanji oh well it must be real then. <laughs> so anyway you float in quicksand because of the weight of your body and the weight of quicksand and the, the mass and all this kind of nonsense you float in quicksand you don't sink so what, what happens is you'll get stuck green? you'll get stuck inside the quicksand and then mm-hmm. the water will come in and you'll drown that's how you die in quicksand, but you don't die by going into the quicksand. Grain, yeah, well, you know, you could, you could, you would sink in, into grain. Because I was watching something the other night, and the kids fell in this grain silo. Mm. It's like there. snow. Whatever you see in avalanche, you think, how can uh-huh. this lovely little fluffy white stuff kill you? Well, apparently it does. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that was the Come first on, one. What's next on your list? Next on my list, sharks. Sharks very rarely kill people. Very rarely. There's like a, it's like three or four people die a year because they've been eaten by a shark or killed by a shark. Yeah, but there's, even, more, there's more shark attacks in Australia than anywhere else in the world. Yeah, it's another reason to cross Australia. I don't, I don't know if I've just, I don't know if I've just made that up or if I think an, I think an electrician told us, so it must be true. Sharks, apparently, they say, are like babies and they kind of investigate things with their mouth. So mm-hmm. they would, a, sh- a shark might well come up and like nibble at you and gnaw at you and sniff you, but it's unlikely to actually take a huge chunk out of you. That's just not how so that's sharks... A curious, that's a curious thing, isn't it? They would sniff you. Yeah. So how would they sniff you underwater? Surely <laughs> if the dick took a sniff, their <laughs> nose would just fill up with water. You try that next time. Good. Next time you're in a bath, Phil, get a get uh-huh. a um, I don't know sherbet lemon or something. Put it at the bottom of the bath. Put your head under and try and sniff the sherbet lemon. Sniff. See, see how that works out for you. Right. But isn't that strange? Yeah. How how they reckon sharks can smell blood from so many hundred that, miles? That would be a weird thing to have on your on your on your uh, gravestone, wouldn't it? Phil Sweet died such and such a date died trying to sniff a sherbet lemon at the bottom of the bath <laughs> in the bath <laughs> right next one I've got is bees bees can kill you and in films they often do but in real life you have to be stung by an awful lot of bees to eat unless you're like allergic to bee stings again that's, I was like, that's see a caveat it. Uh-huh. If you're allergic to bee stings, then they are. You've got a problem. But so, generally speaking, they won't kill you. So just like we were just talking about this before before the show started, weren't we? About allergies. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So does having one allergy make you more su- susceptible to other <laughs> allergies? So, I can't say that with my teeth. Yes, that's the word. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. 
maybe that's more for the fact check. Because I know, I know if you have um, asthma, you're more likely to have eczema. Right. I think it's because they both sound very similar. <laughs> I don't fucking know. No, but you are. You're more likely to... And if you have allergies, you're more likely to have other stuff. And I'm just wondering if, because you've got one allergy, you're more likely to have another allergy. You would imagine that's the case, wouldn't you? Because mm-hmm. your body's obviously not got and, the protection or whatever. And why are they on the rise? What's going on there? I think people are mollycoddled more than yeah, they used I to be. Yeah, so. I that's think a, so. That's an unpopular opinion there, I'm Phil. Sh- unpopular opinion. Showing, From showing every Grimble. day. <laughs> Showering every day, washing your hands after you've been to the toilet. Oh, come on. Well, I'm just thicker the meat, stronger the man. Okay, my next one on my list, right, is gunshot to the head. Now, in films and some videos you might see on the internet, a a gunshot to the head (laughs) normally is fatal. And um, surprisingly, it's, it's not as fatal as you might imagine. It can do a lot of damage, but mm-hmm. it isn't. It's got to be. It's got to go in, in a certain place, or it's got to be like the type of bullet that's going to like rake a real mess on the way right. out. Like rake round in, like one of the like a hollow a point. Rip. Yeah. Where your, bra- your so brain's going to come out. Little like, hole when it. Yeah, makes a little hole in and a dinner plate hole coming out. <laughs> yeah, but assuming it's just gone straight in and straight out in a straight line with a, like a bullet-sized hole. Chances are you'd survive that. You probably have some um, behavioural problems, or maybe it's even behavioural. Like... Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's a way of putting it, mind. You'll have some behavioural problems. Yeah, you would. It would have some life-altering um, capabilities, yes. but it likely wouldn't kill you. Because um, isn't that on a film, like a, a Vietnam type? That type, you know, like a modern day. Sort of a modern day war film, and the guy gets shot in the head, sort of just through his temple, and it comes out the top of his head and blows a piece of his skull off. And he's sitting and he's quite lucid, just talking to him, talking to them. I've seen and a it's based on a true story. Yeah, I've seen a video where they do there was this they were doing some brain surgery on this bloke, and he was awake, and. Um, they were like touching part of his brain with these electrodes and he was describing the sensations. So they would they would like touch part of his brain with some electrodes and everything would go like blue. Another place they would touch and he would taste salt. Another place and his leg would shoot up. Different parts mm-hmm. of the brain. Uh, well, the, the make you play the banjo. That's, that's the other one I've seen, yeah. Well, how does that work if you can't already play the banjo? <laughs> oh, just just spoil the joke, Cream. <laughs> you need to be more subtle with your telegraphing. Right, and the final one I've got is um, being in the vacuum of space without a spacesuit on. Right. Well, that- surely it would just suck your eyes out. I've seen. The one where Arnie's on Mars. Total recall. Sucks your eyes out. Yes. Yeah, well, that doesn't Your eyes happen. get sucked out of your head. That wouldn't happen. You would you would die, but you would. it's the same as if mm-hmm. you held your... Well, maybe it's not held your breath because the, the air's going to... What I read, you've got a good 90 seconds. If they can get, back, get you some oxygen in 90 seconds, every chance you'd survive unscathed. 
but you're not going to like explode or something like that. I think you would. Oh well, there you go. I'll just uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll find really? out where I read all this stuff from, and I'll say nah. Indy just email them. Just email them. Just say nah. <laughs> just that's all you've got to say. Dear website, nah. <laughs> if Thanks. I just like send Good that book. to the internet, will that will that get to the yeah. right place? Oh yeah, dear internet, dear just... internet. No. That's something that happens Thanks. in real life, doesn't Grimble. it? It doesn't happen on the internet. If you wrote a letter <laughs> to, um, uh, let's think, that famous actor in America, you know, the one that was in Top Gun, that's going to get to Tom Cruise, isn't it? It doesn't work like that well, on the it internet. Used to. I do, I, it always used to, didn't it? I don't know if they bother with that now or they just throw them in the corner. <laughs> corner. Well, depends, who's post, depends where the Wolfman's very old post. We, we have... We do have two, two people who, one who is currently a um, postal employee, wears the shorts, socks, the lot, and rides a bike because he's in Holland. And I just found this out the other day. We've got an ex-postal worker, so he'll know what to do. I, I get the impression the ex-postal worker has had every job going. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. He's had mad jobs and soft make, honey. <laughs> and the way I look, the way I like to look at it, I I like, and I don't even know what that means. I like to give him some credit, right, and think he just hasn't found the right job for him, rather than he's been sacked from every one of them, right? <laughs> Although I think that's probably there's probably an element of truth there. <laughs> oh, he just did it. Every I used to do that. I used to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever there's a conversation about someone's job, he'll pop up and he'll say, "Hi, oh, yeah, I did that. For, I did that for a bit." <laughs> how, how, how old is he? <laughs> and he says, he says he's younger than me. <laughs> Fifteen hundred jobs. The man's a lunatic. Can I just tell you? I've had a um, just. I've oh. just had a message of one of my daughters, and she says she's just done uh -huh. a grimbo. She's done a grimbo. What? She says my box of buttons only had four bags in instead of five, so I literally messaged Amazon and got a four pound refund. <laughs> it's such a. I tell you what, the acorn doesn't fall far from the tree. Oh, there's the background music. <laughs> good game, good game. Two-hour scoreboards. Um, right. Today's Play Your Cards Right is biscuits. <laughs> and, how, and, and how popular they were in 1990. I couldn't find an up-to-date survey. So... This is how popular, popular, how popular, how popular biscuits were in 1990. Popular, yeah. <laughs> right. In 1990. Right. Hey, we're nothing if not so, topical and relevant, are we? Feeling? Right. So, when you pick when you pick a number, I'll give you the popularity from one to ten. Are you with us so far? And then <laughs> it's you not, have it's not to, rocket science, is it? <laughs> yeah. Then then you pick another biscuit. Then you pick another number. I'll tell you the biscuit. You tell me if it was higher or lower than the previous biscuit in the chart. Right, and you've got ten. And I've got ten. 
Let's... And I can't find me pen. Where's me pen? I don't know where me pen is. Can gone. you just ask? I'll have to remember. Have you got these in order of popularity? <laughs> so let's start with number one. No, no, <laughs> I've mixed them up. I'm not that, I'm not that thick. Well, have you found your pen yet? Well, well, I started to write them down like that, and I thought that's not going to work. <laughs> Right, well, um, do you know what? I'm going to start with number... Right, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh. <laughs> Come on, dollies, do your dealing. Pick a card. Right, I'm going to start with number seven. <laughs> number seven is shortbread. Ooh. And it's number... Well, I'll just tell you. This is the first one. This is uh -huh. how play your cards, right? Okay. You get a free turn for your first one. All right. And it's second on the list. What? No yes. way! Second on the list. The, uh, I have to remind. The, there's no. There's no foil covered biscuits, right? <laughs> this is awfully specific. <laughs> there's no foil. So there's no. In in that that I mean, there's no Kit Kats. There's no penguins. Oh, right. There's no wagon wheels. It's. Dippy in, dippy in biscuits, we'll right. call them. Short, shortcakes number two. Shortbread. Short Wowza. Number two. It's good Come job, Mac Chosen. Pick another one. number. Okay, let's go for number five next. Number five. I'm going to flip it over and it's a chocolate digestive. Well, I mean, that's. See, that's got to be. Oh. Man, see, I was going to say that's got to be number one, but I bet it isn't. I bet something like a rich tea or a. I'm going to go. Less popular than shortbread. And you're right. Yes. That's fourth on the list. Oof. Fourth okay. on the list. Right. So you got number. You've got a four. Pick another number. Number eight. Number eight is rich tea. Is rich tea? Well, more popular or less popular than a chocolate digestive. This is really hard. I'm gonna. Can I just ask? <laughs> talk, putting it an element of jeopardy, by the way. Mm -hmm. Are you wearing a gimp suit? And is there a little girl with a gun to her head here? <laughs> What's happening is. Um, answer this one, and I'm, while I'm thinking. Because <laughs> <laughs> we need to know what's at stake. Yeah, right, I'm yeah, going to go. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a second to think of what's at stake. I'll, I'll, um, right. I'll procrastinate Mitch for a second. Mitch uh, well, Garrett said, Garrett said, now we've said more. He said more, but that could be either, but that could be. I'll say it's oh, less popular. Yes! Yes! Rich Tea is 10th on the list. So you've got an easy, you've got a free go. I've got a, I've next got a one's a free a go. Okay, tell me what it is. Number, yeah. number yeah. three. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, slow down. <laughs> Nothing for a pair. Nothing this game. Right. We'll go with the. We'll go with the small child. Being held hostage by the gimp. Right. Right. And what he's going to do is he's going to chop a foot off if you get this wrong. <laughs> Not kill her. Not kill. Just chop a foot off. Right. So. Right. So as that was number ten. As it was number 10, you've got a free go. I'm going to go with number 6. Number 6. 
chocolate hobnob. I'm going to say that is more popular than a rich tea. Yeah, you're right. It was seventh. Seventh, okay. Seventh. So pick a number. Number one. Ooh. A chocolate bourbon. Oh. Oh, that's that's going to be less popular. And you'd be wrong. Ooh. He's, he's now sharpening the knife. That's yeah. third. That's third popular. Popular. The little girl's going to save a fortune the charts, on, He's on sharpening the knife there. He's doing that, you know, that thing that Gordon Ramsay does. So where's chocolate bourbon? At number three. This is, this is madness. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, this is an official, this is an official thing. I'll, I'll tell you why it won't be done. Okay. Uh, I'll, let's go number two. Number two, custard cream. Well, the custard, custard cream, cream higher or lower? It's got to be more popular than a bourbon. <laughs> and you'd be wrong. He's, no! got, he's, he's, got a, he's got a foot on the on the log. He's is got she, a foot on the log. Is she visibly upset at this point? Or is she just. Yes, she's like crying it? for her mum and that. <gasps> <laughs> and doing that thing, doing that thing that kids do. <laughs> <laughs> Right, custard cream is fifth on the list. Okay, I'll so, go with number nine next. Number nine is a ginger nut. Oh, of, less popular than number nine. And uh, yeah, less popular than than yeah, custard uh-huh. cream. That was eight. Yeah, was eight on the list. Okay. Um. Uh, four. Number four. Ooh, cake. <sighs> Higher. More popular. Yes. A Jaffa cake is straight in at number one. Straight in at number one. Well, I've so saved this little an- girl's life. You've got man. another. You've got another. Another free go. You've only got two left. You've only got two left. And number ten. Can Because... So that was a free go. So, yeah. It's a plain digestive and it's ninth. See, this is madness. I would have thought plain digestive mm. so you've would have got been the three most left. popular. So, you've got three left. I've got three left. I've, I've given you ten minutes. You've got one left. You've got one left. Hang on, let's have a look. I've one left. One, and it's number two. three. I've, I've already said it's, number you've three. You've got one left and it's number three, you freak. All right, number three. Yeah, Jummy Dodger. Well, I, what was the last one? I'm not telling you. you to <laughs> the remember. last one was a chocolate digestive, and it was number. No, it was a plain digestive. Plain digestive, but it was. It's more pop. Jummy Dodger's more popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This little Jummy girl. Jummy Dodger's number six. People of Wolfman Radio, we've saved her she's life. Still, well, we've saved her foot. She's still got a. She's still got a foot. Till next week. Till next week. Right. That that's that was a, a chart from um, uh, Coda, UK's favourite biscuits, 1919. Yeah, sorry, 2019 revealed, and the chart went like this. Just in case you didn't get that, 
Number one was Jaffa Cake, number two was Shortbread, number three was Bourbon, number four was Chocolate Digestive, number five was Custard Cream, number six was Jammy Dodger, number seven was Chocolate Hognob, number eight, did I have that on the list? Yes, I did. Um, number eight was Ginger Nut, number nine, a plain digestive, next page, and number ten was Rich Tea. Well, that was, top ten, that was your top 10 biscuits for 1990. And there's another another little part of this, which is weird, which is weird, right? It's, it's got the top three biscuits as liked by different age groups. Oof. Don't understand this. It's like mad. So if you, in 1919, if you were 18 to 24, Right, the three biscuits that you were like in order are number one a Jaffa cake, number two a bourbon, and number three a shortbread. In our age bracket, which is 55 to 64, with number one, see if you can guess what they are. Number one, uh, plain digestive, nah, clue tower. Come on. Chocolate digestive. Rich tea. Ooh. Jammy dodger. Jaffa cake. Jaffa cake. Okay. Flippin' Jaffa cake. <laughs> Don't get angry about biscuits. <laughs> and, and then, and number two was shortbread, and number three was bourbons. No, not for me. I would have had... I, I mean, I'll eat a bourbon. See, I would have went this one. I would have went... Yeah, so I would have went this one. 65 plus... If you're 65 to death, 65 from 60 age 65 to death, yeah, the biscuits you like are shortbread, chocolate digestive, um, Jaffa cake. Well, there's a word of warning there, isn't there? Clearly, when you get to 65 and you start mm. eating nose biscuits, you die sometime afterwards. Whereas the people in their 40s and 30s and 20s and 50s I mean, even do not eat nose that, biscuits. <laughs> Come on, it I'm just, it's, it's statistics. That on that survey, like. The people who were it in their 30s the who were eating mm -hmm. those other types of biscuits are surviving. The ones who were eating the, those three biscuits are dying. Well, I'm just, I'm, I'll just check to make sure nobody else is eating that that combination. No, there isn't. There isn't another wow. age group eats that combination. <sighs> well, I think we've... Uh... So 18 to 45, 18 to 24, 25... To 34 eat the same biscuits just in a different order and 55 to 64 eat the same as them as the younger and as the youngins see that's because people for 50 55 to 64 those people think they're young that's about what it is <laughs> right yeah. so two uh, seconds two seconds phil two seconds phil Oh, we're just getting some news in. We're getting some news coming in. Mm -hmm. the, um, the the little girl uh, is still in danger. She's still in danger. And the reason is... Why? Who? Because, Who off? Because you need to answer some questions right in order for her to survive. <gasps> oh. This is... This is, is, a foot, or this is, is, that, is a foot back on the log? It's back. It's back. It's... it's, uh, it's um, yeah. It's it's like an episode of Saw, where there there is some kind of weird, perverse, 
jeopardy involving this young child, you in a gimp suit, and, uh, and some questions that need to be answered. This is tr- this Yeah, is but changed. have you seen so? Yes. Have I you s- seen so? I saw so. Have you saw so for? <laughs> I, I, I haven't saw so for. <laughs> um, have you not seen so? No. So, <laughs> this has turned from a light-hearted uh, news and information podcast into some real serious stuff. Oh, God, yeah. Whew. Saving so, people's lives. And saving, saving so this child can grow up and dance. I have in front of me here, let me count them, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 place names, okay? All right. And I'm going to ask you, are they real or made up? Mm-hmm. If you get it wrong, then we we pull the trigger. Have I, have I, mo- you know, no, we pull the trigger. Man, you're chopping a foot off. Okay, well, listen. You've got to get. That's how many. We want to get, that, no, listen. Let's say, we want. We want. We want this child to be part of the show every week. <laughs> right. So we don't want to kill her. Oh, Phil, there's plenty of kids out there, mate. There's plenty of kids out there. The guy in the gimp will just grab another one. If we if we accidentally uh, shoot this one in the face, just tonight. grab another one off the street. Exactly. Anyway, so I'm just thinking. There's twelve. So how many do you need to get right in order for it to survive? Should we say? Should we say you have to get? <laughs> I would say a seven, six or seven. No, I'm going to say eight. You've got to get oh, eight. That's shocking. That you've got to get eight right, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to rattle these off, and then you've got to tell me whether it's real or make believe. Mm-hmm. Right? Here we go. Red pecker. Can I just ask a question before I start answering? Yes. Are these are these all in this country or is it all over the world? There are two. Three which aren't in this country. The rest are in this country. Well, I would have said Red Pecker was a Australian or New Zealand. So you are you saying it's real? Place. Yeah. You're wrong. That's the one I made up. Okay. Upper nipple. <laughs> Upper nipple. Yeah, we'll go with that's real. It's false. <laughs> you already got two oh, wrong. <laughs> Alright. Ugly. Yeah, that's real. No, I'm just, I'm just calling you ugly. That wasn't the place name. Oh, all right, sorry. Well, yes, no, that was real. <laughs> you were just showing us. <laughs> now, the next one, um, Ticklecock Bridge. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like, you know, like a sort of a place they would have up here, like a long Benton, isn't it? Is it true um, or false? So we'll see. That's true. It is true. Okay. <laughs> Farting hole. Oh, that's false. It is false. It is false. The next one... <laughs> God. I'm going to spell it out right. I'm going to spell it out because I don't want to say it on the radio. T-W-A-T-T. Um, twat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a place name. It, what, if, what if it real. isn't? What if it isn't? It is, though. Then you've just literally... It is real. It is real. Thankfully. Yeah. Thankfully. I know somebody I know somebody that lives there. <laughs> he's a, right. He's a bit of a jerk though. Okay, next up. Batman. Batman. Uh, is Batman. that real? Or made up? I would say. Mm, made up. 
It's true. It's a place in. It's a Is place it? in Turkey. Okay. Next, Throb. Ah, oh, Throb's a real place. Got to be. <laughs> it's not. It's made up. I made it, it up. I made that up just like an hour ago. Stinkfinger. <laughs> Stinkfinger. Good eye, mate. Where do you come from? I'm from Stinkfinger. You know, <laughs> just up, just up there in Queensland. That's how you work it Stinkfinger. out, just like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Get some Stinkfinger. hybrid Cockney Aussie guy <laughs> to say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Stinkfinger. Yeah. I just shot up there in the Ute. In the Ute, mate. Yeah, up the Stinkfinger. It's real place, Stinkfinger. You know, real place. You're going real. It's yeah. not. It's made up. Oh. Okay, rectum. That's real. That's real. I'm wait, waiting for for Garrett's ears to pop up. That's actually in the Netherlands. In the Netherlands. They probably don't pronounce it rectum. They probably pronounce it differently to that. Granville. Granville. Fetch your cloth. Scratchy bottom. Scratchy bottom. That's on the start. That's on the deal, That's what I'm seeing. It's real. Okay, yes, it is real. And finally, mm-hmm. right, finally, you've got four wrong, so you've got eight. You've got seven right so far. You need this one to save the child's life. Mm-hmm. Okay? Ram it up. Ram it up. Ram it. R A W M I T. Ram it. Ram it up. up. Is that real, or have I just made that up? Ram it up. I would say... Good eye, mate. <laughs> Good eye. Good eye. You from Ram it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loads of rabbits in Ram it up. Yeah, it's real. Oh, Phil, it's not. It's made oh, up. Oh. We're going to have to find another child. Unless you can wriggle a way out before he chops a <laughs> foot off. <laughs> you got seven correct. You got seven of those right out of uh, potential 12. So, you know, it's admirable. You did your best to save this little girl's life, but mm-hmm. I'm afraid. No. She's deed, mate. She's deed. She's gone. We'll have to get She's another. Ten months. We'll have to get another child. We'll get another small for child week. for next week. For next week. Yeah. We'll just get the gimp to kid- kidnap another one. <laughs> like wine I wine sometimes I, w- I know you wine I've heard you do it <laughs> do you like do, wine do you like, yeah. a, do you like a drink of wine nah not really it's nah, not my, not it's my thing right. did you ever drink it when you were a kid nah like you know take kids get drunk and, and nah. stuff nah you know, you know me uh, Phil I was a good little boy well can you remember when we were kids because we're both around about the same age I'm a little bit older but when when we were kids, the co-op, the co-op in on the front street at Chester Street. Yes. Huh. Yeah. And you used to go through the big doors and up the massive staircase. I remember it well. Yep. At the top of the stairs, there used to be a, like a little booth that sold wine and cigarettes and beer and stuff. Because it wasn't the big thing it is then. Back in the seventies, was it? And wine wasn't no, they were not here. You know, you would just like get a, a little bottle, of, a little bottle of wine, and but can you remember that the thing they had one of those uh, metal shutters, but not a metal shutter that was all shut. It was a metal shutter, so <laughs> you could still see. It had like sort of 
pulls in maybe the size of a cassette. You know, cassette box. Right. Where's this going? <laughs> can you remember? Can you remember this place I'm talking yeah, I can about? Remember it, yeah. Yeah. And when the shutter was down, it had this mesh shutter mm-hmm. with holes in about the size of a cassette. All right, Stuart Lee, with a school child. <laughs> yeah. So, you know the co-op. Yeah, the co-op they've got these days. <laughs> yeah. Down by the corn exchange. Well, yeah. The, so the. These, these, this mesh, this mesh, <laughs> the holes were big enough to get you, for a school child to get the arm through. Uh, right, so, right. There was many a time, I just remembered about this the other day, me and our last were talking about, many a time on the way to school, this is on a morning, on the way to school, you would go, because on the way to school, you had a pink pill pinched the milk tokens from <laughs> the doorsteps. You would go into the co-op, buy the milk, buy a pint of milk with the milk token, and then if there was no staff around, you would go up the stairs, up the first flight of stairs, to the mesh, where you could get your arm through the mesh. But the hole wasn't big enough. You get your arm through, no bother, but you couldn't get a bottle back out. (laughs) What this guy, this lad, I used to go, we used to walk to school with. What he would do was, he would like open the bottle of wine or spirit or whatever and drink it through the mesh. So, right, that's a good, right, that's a good idea. Yeah, but this was. You've got to remember, this is half past eight on, on a morning on the way to school. Right. And he's drinking clan dew through the, through the mesh. Because <laughs> I was thinking about, I was thinking, I could, I could see how you could put your hand through and I could see how you could grab the wine, but you're not going to be able to pull it through. But I never thought of like, how you did you take it off? Just, oh, because you always used to pick, you didn't pick things with a cork in, pick uh. things with a screw, screwed top. <laughs> I'll just, just put the end of it put the end of the bottle through the thing and just soap it you had you had a very different upbringing and childhood to me <sighs> and then hey the co-op went out of business <laughs> who do we blame for that <laughs> they didn't really they didn't really yeah. yeah the co-op hasn't gone out of business but I'll tell you who has Burton's GD GD Sports really did yeah. you steal something from them as well? No, but you did. No, it was Burton's. Burton's no, actually, it was, nice. it, was, See? it was Jackson's back then. Do you remember Jackson's? It was before See? it was Burton's. Burton's. Jackson's yeah. went out of business Arcade. after I stole... So you, you stole... After I stole off, a pair of trainers. Off, off Sir Philip Green. <laughs> the Arcadia group. <laughs> Look what's happened to them now. Exactly, exactly. Wow, mm-hmm. they're struggling. Right, I've got... There's something I saw on the news the other day. I mean, it might not have been the news. It might have been a random website. But, hey, who knows? Let me ask, let me ask you a very personal question, Phil, okay? But it's a, it's a question that everybody wants to know, and I'm amazed nobody's asked it yet, right? Do you sleep in the nude? No. You wear a pair I of boxes, used to. Yeah, I <laughs> you, boxes. You used to. I used to, to when, I was young, when, I was, when I was young and groovy. 
and there was the chance of sex on a night. But now, right. boxes. <laughs> boxes, right. Am I revealing too much here? No, you're not revealing enough. <laughs> <laughs> right, because I saw this thing which uh, which gives you... How many is this about? I had me boxes on, honestly, I did. <laughs> A whole load of reasons why it's beneficial for your health and well-being to sleep in the nude. So this is a public service, mm. public service brought to you by Wolfman Radio for the greater good. Okay, so, one, you'll fall asleep faster if you sleep naked. You fall asleep faster, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently, I don't think I do, but apparently, I, I'm asleep within, like, five minutes of going to, of going to bed. Um... Your quality of sleep will improve if you mm-hmm. sleep naked. Mm-hmm. You'll get better sleep. Okay? Sleeping naked could help improve your mental health. Um, how? How? Well, I don't know. How? Just because it says. Because it says down here. Sleeping naked may reduce your risk of certain serious diseases. Like what? Well, I don't like know. what? Oh, do you know what it is? Oh, God. You didn't do your research, did you? <laughs> well, I didn't. No, no, not really. I just couldn't. I couldn't. It did. There was like a paragraph under each one of these. Couldn't, 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 couldn't. The word you're looking for is be arsed. <laughs> That's the words. Right. You may lose weight when you start sleeping naked. Okay. Don't know what oh, that's all about either. No, Don't ask. Thing. <laughs> That's because you're. You're doing all that exercise during the night. Sleeping naked can reduce your risk of an infection. I, well, yeah, I could see that. Stopping you, stopping you sweating, sweating from places where you shouldn't be sweating. <laughs> what places? Where do you sweat from that you really shouldn't be sweating from? I don't. I do have no idea. I have no idea what I'm talking about now. Your chin. I'm just, uh, Sleeping naked can improve. Just, hang on, just let, let's 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 look at that. Right. How would where could you sweat from? Where, where you shouldn't really be sweating from? <laughs> there isn't really anywhere, is there? You're supposed to sweat from anywhere. Aren't you? <laughs> You're gonna suddenly anywhere start you... thinking, "Wow, I've never seen sweat there before." <laughs> It's like when you when you've done an exercise when you're not when you're not used to it. You know. Best not risk it. Best not risk it. Right. So, um, sleeping naked can improve male fertility. Well, that's the yeah, last thing you that. need. Yeah, that's true. Well, it wouldn't it wouldn't improve my male fertility. Have you have you had unless, the old snip? <laughs> yeah, unless unless sleeping naked repaired. <laughs> what the doctors tried to repair and they've then repaired it sleeping <laughs> naked could mean more sex bollocks I think that should mean sleeping naked could mean more sex unless you look like Indian Phil <laughs> <laughs> no unless you're married oh <laughs> burn Right, you may experience a surge of this hormone when you and your partner start sleeping naked. Oh, that's obviously linked to the previous one. Your skin may improve 
when you start sleeping naked. You'll, you'll get better skin. Yeah, I think, I think they're talking about not wearing pyjamas. Do you think? Well, no. Naked. Are they, to, are they talking about totally naked? I know, like, sex and um, fertility, yes, totally naked. The rest of them, I would have said, just don't wear a woolly jumper <laughs> and some tractor bottoms and pants. And the final one, and the final one, trainers. the last one on the list, your self-esteem may improve when you start sleeping naked. I can't see that happening. <laughs> not, not, they've got <laughs> any mirrors in the house. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I definitely don't agree with that last one. No. <laughs> oh, Craigie. When you get up in the morning and you check the mirror out, your self-esteem goes through the floor. Yeah. Especially during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I was just <laughs> saying before, I was sorry, I was saying before where I was talking to uh, my daughter, I was saying there was two types of people at the moment. There are people who've definitely improved their appearance because of the lockdown and those who haven't. And I'm definitely in the latter category. I think most people are. No. I mean, I know my two offspring have both improved their health and fitness during the pandemic. Have they? Oh, good grief, yes. Yeah, but do you think think it's been sort of a a conscious thing? Because, you know what I mean? It's been like, oh, we don't want to end up sitting around doing nothing. My youngest daughter does a workout in the morning and a yoga thing in the night time. I just eat more chocolate than I ever have in my life. So there you go. <laughs> you, you did. <sighs> there, was a, there was a proper joke there. And I, I, can't, I can't get to it. <laughs> I've, oh, got, try, I've got try. the final line. I've got the last oh, line. But I can't just, think of... Why don't you just, just go for it? Work, just go work, for it. Work out. So you, you you should have said something like, "I have a Mars bar on the morning, and a and a yogurt on the night." Well, should we try that again? We'll try that again. So I, one of my daughters does a workout in the morning and a yogurt on the night time, and I have a Cadbury timeout in the morning and a yogurt on the night time. That's that it. Work? Come on, that works. That works. That's it. <laughs> Time out. I knew there was a one. There was a one there somewhere. Hey, so <laughs> the Goliath frog is the largest frog in the world and can grow up to thirty-two centimeters in length. That's twelve and a half inches, and weigh up to seven pounds. So that's like the size of a shoebox with a pair of shoes in. That's a frog. <laughs> That's some frog, that like, isn't it? Yeah, it's a beast, isn't it? You wouldn't want to mess with that frog, would you? Well, I think it was just a frog. You'd just stamp on it, wouldn't you? Not if it's the size of a shoebox, you wouldn't. I think you would. I think you just, if that come towards you, you'd just lift your foot a bit higher to stamp on it, wouldn't you? (laughs) They've probably got them, they've probably got them down and them, mate. (laughs) They'll all be driving you. Down under. I think uh, it'd be really fun to get a couple of those and just to put them in places. Where would you? What would you do with it if you had a a frog that big and you want to do a practical joke on well, somebody? Well, if if 
<laughs> well, if we're talking like hypothetically, I would put the put one in Davy's bag, the guy who emptied his bag out on the side of the road because he thought there was a spider in it. <laughs> who now lives in Australia, so there's no chance of us doing that, but you know. So, Phil, when are you next on the wireless? Me, I'll be back on on Saturday for Jumpers for Goalposts, um, looking at and giving the scores out and playing some top, top tunage. And what about you, Grimble? When well, will you be back? All being well, I'll be back on the wireless on Sunday night at 8 for The Groove, where I play the best disco, soul and funk music on God's green flat earth. Oh, yeah. They still what? haven't been back in contact them, you know. <laughs> What's up next? The Flat Earthers. Who's up next? Um, next Lee Madge is up next with um, the Untapped Project. Two hours of totally tremendous tunes and... Ooh, what were they called again? Something Somebody's gets a last play as regular of the week. I can't remember what it's called. But it's a good tune. And then so, after that, we've got Garrett. Mm -hmm. I believe we've got Garrett. With. So uh, don't go anywhere. Just stay where you are. It's all oh, fun and games at Wolfman Radio. And all being well, we'll see you here back here next week. Say bye, Phil. Definitely. Bye, Phil. Bye, Phil. <laughs> see you later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>